Hello and welcome to the Across the Pond podcast. It's episode 10, 10 weeks of hearing my voice and welcome to the 10th episode. It is Wednesday the 24th of June and I'm excited for a great podcast. We will be interviewing Kai Kroger, a punter, three-star recruit who's going to uh, South Carolina. So stay around for a couple of seconds to hear that podcast. Uh, But after that podcast, we'll be talking NFL. Um, There's been a lot going on in the NFL recently, and we'll be talking all about that straight after this interview. Hey, and if you enjoy this podcast, you enjoy the interview we do with Kai, make sure you go and follow me and also follow Kai on my Instagram at across the underscore pond. Go on there. Follow me. Follow Kai. I'll be uh, putting his at there. And if you like this podcast as well, make sure you tell a friend. It helps me so much. Tell a friend, hey, here's this podcast. You might like it. Give them the podcast. Let them listen. Uh, be a friend. Tell a friend. Go ahead. Tell your friends if you enjoy this. Um, and if you don't enjoy it, just act like you never heard it. But yeah, let's get straight into the podcast with Kai Kroger. Hello and welcome to the Across the Pond podcast and we are joined by Kai Kroger. Kai, how are you doing, mate? Doing great, thanks for having me. So, Kai, you're a punter. Um, Not many punters around. Most people want to be wide receivers, they want to be quarterbacks, they want to be getting touchdowns, they want to be tackling people. (laughs) Why did you choose punter, man? So it originally started in roughly fifth grade, sixth grade. Uh, I was just kind of like kicking the ball around with my friends at practice and I could just like punt it farther than everyone else. Um, Obviously I didn't have any technique or anything. uh, So I just thought like, why not see where it goes? Um, And then I, so I actually started like training for it starting in seventh grade. That's where I started going to like private coaches and kind of honing in on punting. Um, but the funny thing was I didn't actually fully commit to punting until about my sophomore year in high school. Um, I had played quarterback and wide receiver, um, up until then. Um, and I had actually been training for quarterback up until my sophomore year in high school. Um, but once I started going to showcases for punting, um, and training with that, I really saw like where it could take me. And I mean, I don't have to worry about my body getting destroyed every game. So it's, yeah, it's definitely So you was a, a quarterback and well, you said wide receiver as well. So you were one of them. You, you were yeah. out there. You were getting the touchdown. Was, so yeah. you did get your little bit of taste of, of glory. But obviously, punt is not the most glamorous position out there. I mean, the only, the <laughs> no, only punt that's really took it anywhere is obviously Pat McAfee. And he's just known now for being like the punter. But most punters are undercover. But you're six foot four. 190 pounds and yeah. It, yeah. anywhere else like I said I, I think I think wide receiver could have been a good position but you got punter and you are a good punter you were ranked third out of all punters in high school coming out of high school going into college um, this is according to 247 sports so if there's any I think I also seen you ranked yeah. second on another uh, another website but according to 247 sports you were third out of all punters um, you were ranked uh, 40th out of everyone coming out of Illinois. Um, you came out of Lake Forest, Illinois, correct? Played yep. high school, yep, in high school there, and I was South Carolina. So, Illinois, South Carolina, quite far away, okay? I mean, it's a big yeah. country, but that's what, about on the other side of the, down the East Coast, um, and you're roughly in the middle, aren't you, at the moment? So, yeah, yeah. Chicago, it's near Chicago, you're right? Illinois, 
when, when I think yeah, of Chicago, Chicago yeah. Illinois area, all I think of is snow, you know, cold weather. It, it, it's windy. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. You're going down to South Carolina, which is a hot climate. What's, what's going to be the difficulty for you when you go down there and play? Because obviously you're not playing in the snow. You're playing in a completely different environment. Do you think that will affect you at all? Or do you think, you know, you'd be able to go out there, you'd just be able to bomb balls and you'd be all okay? I mean, I think definitely the warm weather is going to help me in terms of being able to hit better, like better balls and they'll go farther. But I think it'll definitely take a little bit to get adjusted to the heat. Um, I'll probably be sore for the first week or so. But once I get used to it and stretch out and roll out and stuff, I think that'll be the be only okay. time you'd be excited to get ice baths, right? Is when you're stood there in the boiling heat oh, and you, course, and you yeah. finally get your feet in that ice cold water. I bet you're going to be jumping in there apart from everyone yeah. else. But you've been hitting bombs. Man. Oh, every day. You've been yeah. hitting bombs at. 40.33 yeah, yeah. yards um, per punt. Uh, and I, I, I looked at your huddle yeah, shape. Yeah, I was at the team, uh, yeah. Looking great. You're keeping that ball bouncing inbounds. You know, you're getting it down to the one. You get all your uniform, um, all your teammates huddling around it. Of um, course. When you go out there, when obviously it's going to be different when you get to college because there's a lot more to think about. When you went out there in high school, what was you, exactly, what was you like, yeah. your thought process when you went out there, you getting ready to punt the ball obviously you haven't got the fans around you but you've got the expectations of oh, okay someone could be watching who's you know like a scout for a college what what was your thought process yeah, when you yeah. went out there and tried to kick a ball so really uh, the first thing I thought about was where we were on the field so if we were closer to the right hash or left hash that would kind of tell me which direction I would be going uh, with my punt and then I would so once I figured out where I wanted to go then I would see like how far away we are from the other end zone. I mean, if we're all the way on our side of the field, it's not really an issue. But once we get close to the 50, then you have to kind of hit those finesse-type punts. Um, but really, I would just, you know, like find a spot down the field that I wanted to hit to, and then the muscle memory would just kind of take over, and you just take your steps towards it and swing through So you was very just sort of go out there and know what you got to do. You didn't overthink it. You just went out there straight and did it, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Obviously, being a being a punter, your your only job is to punt. Did you kick as well, or was it just punting for you? Uh, in high school, I did three, all three. Punting was your. Yeah, main yeah that's you the went main. to a, yeah. a camp as well, correct? Um, you also been around to some colleges. I, I've read it's uh, Penn State, Texas A M as well. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, you also went to LSU. How was it? I did. How was it yeah, going on I was big schools, man. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, you dream about being able to at least talk to coaches from these schools and then, you know, being able to visit and see their facilities and everything. Apart from South Carolina, and I know obviously you've committed there, so you want to give it all the praise. But apart from South Carolina, what was the best, you know, facilities, places? What what school really stood out to you? Is it like, oh, wow, this school school is good? I think... Penn State and Texas A&M, uh, they were really impressive. You know, I mean, if I uh, obviously South Carolina was the, like the first and only offer I got. I mean, I loved it here and everything, and I still think it's the best. But um, I was really impressed with Penn Big State and Texas schools, A&M. That's well. I mean, especially down in Texas, yeah. right? <laughs> of course. Yeah, oh, it's another I mean, Even really in high school, they're out there with full facilities for, like, high school students. It's crazy. Um yeah, the high schools are like colleges. Uh... You um, got is it Cole's kicking? Is your uh, one of the guys of you? Yeah, yeah. Said you are prototypical size. You have prototypical size and hits the most consistent spells in the country. Is that true? 
the most in the country. So you are the best in the country and South Carolina have got you, right? You know, when you go in South Carolina, you're going to go play these big games. You're going to be in of course. William Bryce Stadium. And I'll check this up and it holds 80,000. Oh, the best. <laughs> oh, 8,250 yeah. people. Um, in my local town, the biggest stadium is only 22,000. Um, and even that's crazy. <laughs> How do you think you'll be able to go out there in front of all those fans? How do you think it's going to feel? You've got to, you think the max record was actually over the, the uh, capacity it holds now. It was back when they didn't care about safety. It was eight to 5,000. But imagine you have a mm-hmm. full stadium. You know, you're going up against, I believe it's LSU, Clemson, Georgia as well in the season. Yep. You've got a full all stadium those, full yeah. of fans. You know, everyone's watching to see if your punt arrives in the perfect place. You know, are you just going to go out there and kick that ball? Or are you going to go out there? You're going to overthink. How do you think it's going to feel? Uh, I definitely think the first time I go out, uh, there's going to be some jitters. Okay. I mean, especially in front of all those people. But, um, you know, I just got to stay calm and, you know, take a deep breath and just do what I've been doing my whole life pretty much. Uh, try not to overthink anything. And like I said before, just pick a spot down the field and just swing to it and not worry about spot. anything. Well, it's very hard when you've got 8,000 people watching you. Yeah, I try not. Yeah, I try not to uh, when, focus too much on that. But yeah, when you was in high school, fun. what were the what were the attendance at games were you getting? Were you getting a lot, or was it just a sort of a quiet crowd? So we actually had a decent sized, like it wasn't a stadium, but like bleachers on both sides. So when it was like fully packed, we had close to a thousand people. I mean, that's still nothing compared to <laughs> Williams Bryce, but it was yeah. But it's still still a thousand people. So you think you sort of have that advantage of still you you played in front of quite a few people and you played uh, in front of scouts as well so i mean what's more what's more important a few, yeah. Oh, yeah a few people drinking beers or people that could change your life right <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> so you're, you're looking yeah. to go on to the nfl obviously like everyone is you go into of course you go into yeah. it um but you've got your time in in college it's where it all starts it's where you know your career into the nfl sort of builds itself up what are you most looking forward to doing in college obviously you're going up against uh, big teams, when you're going to be there, you're going to have to prove yourself. But what are you looking forward to do when you're playing football in uh, South Carolina? Honestly, just like just building new relationships. I mean, I know in high school, um, we were like really close, like the guys on the team. But I definitely like I didn't put as much effort into kind of like bonding with my teammates and stuff. But I definitely think that in college, everyone's so much closer. And I can just tell already just from like, hearing about like the team and like their activities and stuff that it's just like a great group of guys and just being a part of something bigger than yourself. Uh, that'll just you're be training more though, obviously when you go into college, but also you're a punter. So you're not going to be in all of the team activities. You're going to be just putting, putting that yes. ball. <laughs> yeah. I know uh, for like the summer conditioning and stuff, uh, we participate in that, but once it's, once we hit fall camp and stuff, then we're separate from everybody else. Have you done any, um, looking into like who you're actually going to be put into you looked at any of the returners um in the games uh i i haven't no no i really haven't i mean the only team i don't know i mean i looked at clemson i don't know if travis etn's going to be returning but i'm uh i should probably start doing see that if there's anyone who's going to worry on the other happen. side of the ball yeah. Are, you, yeah. are you are you confident about going out there and tackling them if they end up uh, making it past all your all the tackles uh well, You're six foot four, I man. mean, I I know, but I'm on the skinnier side. Definitely got to bulk up. I mean, you know, if, if I have to do it, I'll 
you know, try my best, but those guys are beasts. So hopefully I'll just put it up there so they fair catch it. What's your, no what's your go-to meal to pump up then? When you're bulking up, what's going to be your go-to for, uh, food? Because when, when I was trying to gain weight, get a bit of muscle on, it was Subway every single day. What, what's your, what's your going to be your go-to food for that? I'm, I'm like a full rack ribs. ribs kind of guy. Oh, well, that's going to put yeah. more than just a little bit of bulk on. That's going to that's gonna get you up there. Quick. I'll take it. With all that barbecue inside you. Yeah, I know. Um, so you, you're going to put yeah, that ball, yeah. you're going to hopefully not have to tackle any returners. Hopefully, yeah, you're going to yeah. get the perfect punt. Um, we talk, obviously, you say what you, what you most look forward to do, like going into the football season. But man, you're in college. You're, is it 19, 20 now? Uh, how what old do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, I, I just turned just 18. 18 years, okay. yeah. You're going into it pretty early then, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, 18 years old, you're going into a big new environment. Like, when I was 18, I'm 19 yeah. now, so it wasn't that long ago. When when you go in there, obviously, you want to go, mm-hmm. this is the big part of your life, man. What are you most looking forward to doing in college? Don't say studying, because we all know that's not that's not the truth. You know, you're going to you're gonna <laughs> well, enjoy yourself in college. You got anything that you're, like, looking forward to do? I mean... I'm sure everyone everyone will tell you like that when they're trying to be professional that they're not like a party. <laughs> Everyone's like a party that, when they. I mean, I'm really party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, partying like I never was really a part of that in high school. I just kind of stuck to you know, I just stayed focused pretty much. I mean, I definitely I'm gonna like go out with the guys and stuff, but I I don't want to you know put myself at risk. But I think just kind of just exploring. I mean, I don't know this town at all. I've you know been here a couple times. Um, but just kind of getting out and seeing, you know, where everyone goes, what's the good spots in town for food or like, what's like the, what's, what's the, the nightlife place like? For ribs, right? uh, I think that'll be exciting. You definitely got to find of that. Course. Yeah, that's that's what you want to get that book on. Yeah. Um, you're traveling a lot in college though as well. So also it's going to be a bit different for you to get used to it as, you know, for example, someone regular who doesn't play football, doesn't play any sports, they're going to be around the campus all the time, but you're going mm-hmm. to be traveling for sports. Uh, getting out there all across the country. Exactly. You're okay yeah. with traveling? Like, oh, I you love, love it. it. Yeah. You like the fly, you like all of it, even mm. the coach rides? Uh, Are you going to be flying in college or do they travel by coach all the time, which is their go-to method of travel? Do you, or do you not know? Uh, fly we everywhere. fly. What's, what's the yeah. service game yeah. that you've got to go to? Do you know? Oh, I, maybe Kentucky. Kentucky. That's probably what? I think. From South Carolina, maybe a hour and a half flight oh, okay so the, the yeah. flights are relatively yeah, small not, right? yeah, they're, not, bad, they're not anything yeah. like two three four hour flights no okay yeah, so you can no, you can travel okay there you can travel okay there are you course, when you yeah. get um get off the plane obviously you, you play a game is it just get off play go or do you get time to spend um in these different places so i don't actually i'm not sure actually how many days we stay at a place but i know it's like a couple of days before, and then I think we leave after the game, like later that, like we shower and clean up, and then we either leave that night or so leave not really time day. to explore, go somewhere. Oh, that's your rough. No, so if, no. I, if I was thinking the same thing, like if I was that age and I was traveling all across the, the states, I'd I'd definitely be interested to go out and see what everything's about. But they just want you straight back, don't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't want, you know, they don't want anyone to do anything yeah, stupid. You know, they, you got to focus when, on the um, game, yeah. Kyle, Kyle Krantz is your special teams coordinator. Yeah. 
How do you yes, feel about yes. him? You have you spoke to him? Have you talked to him? How's the sort of vibe? Uh, so we, because he is new, uh, they had a different special teams coach, um, but he uh, took a job at Texas early this year. Um, but I've talked to Coach Krantz. I mean, we talk pretty much every week. Um, he's really down to earth. I mean, he lets us, uh, you know, kind of do what we do, but he's also over us to give us, you know, guidance and any help. So you get a lot of um, talk in on special teams. Do you, if you had something to say, do you think you'd be able to get it out there and get things changed? Yeah, I definitely. I mean, he's definitely open. He's told us, you know, we could come to him for like, with any suggestions or anything like that, which is, I think that's really important. Especially when like you're that. coming into a new situation yourself. He's coming in. He's, what did he, he said, Dave Texas AM, but he also, um, he's only just coming to South Carolina, right? He's like, what? Well, he, he's been here, but he wasn't. Oh, he's been around. Coach. He's not. What, what was he doing before? Yeah. You know? I think he was linebacker. Oh, he's doing, oh so he's completely switched where he is now. Okay, so is, yeah, is this his yeah. first season, special teams? Yeah, yeah I can't find too teams, much yes. about him. I mean, sometimes you can find a lot, but I can't find too much about him. Um, you're going to play for the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. Weird name, by the way. Uh, I was <laughs> interested. I was interested to yeah. read that one. Um, I don't know where it comes from. I believe it came from some sort of um, Civil War hero. I think, if I read it right. I, I haven't done really I don't, I don't so blame I you. I think it's some sort of historical thing. You're going to be playing for them. <laughs> um, you said you, you, know, you looked into yes. your record. How confident are you feeling going into the season, man? Like When you think about it, you're going up against big teams. Uh, Clemson, LSU, obviously, were fighting it out in the championship uh, last year. You've got uh, Georgia Bulldogs on there as well. Texas A.M., you're a big team, man. How do you yeah. feel about going into the season? Uh, I feel pumped up. I mean, I know... Obviously, the size and stuff is not like nearly as as it is in college and high school. But like whenever we had big games in high school, or it was like packed stands. I was always hyped up and performed better. So I think, you know, I'm I'm definitely excited, and I just well, can't the, wait to see what under happens. Under the lights, hopefully right? Hopefully, there's a season. Yeah. One of those players that likes under yeah. the lights, likes a big moment, and I'm Obviously, just gonna yeah. bomb bomb balls all the time, right? Obviously, I don't want to see anything other than a bomb. And finally. I want to ask you a quick question um, about the NCAA. Obviously, you're going to be going into the NCAA. What do you think about players making yeah. money in the NCAA? Because obviously, it's been a big topic recently. You've got um, people coming out saying they should. You know, the NCAA doesn't want to. They're very strict on it. What do you think? Or can you not comment too much about it? I mean, I haven't done much research myself on the whole topic. Um, I mean... Like, I don't know if my opinion is, you know, I'm not knowledge on it, but, you know, I think if if players are, like, putting in their effort, because uh, I know, like, a lot of people, like, with, like, the whole, like, there's been, like, YouTube scandals and stuff, like, if they're starting, like, their own business or something like that, um, I think it's good for them to get out and do what they want to do, but um, I don't know, because it's, it's a really, like, it's a gray area. Yeah, life you know, isn't all topic. about football, is right. But obviously, you, yeah, obviously yeah. if you want to move up to the next level, it will be all about football. You're looking to do that yourself. Got any teams that you uh, of course. want to go to if you ever made the NFL? You got anything that your your favorite team? You got a team that you got a bit of love for? Or... So, I mean, my favorite team oh, is okay. the Saints, the New Orleans That's Saints. That's far away from Chicago. But, um, I mean, I, and, 
<laughs> yeah, it's, I, I never really was a Bears fan growing up. Don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> Don't blame why, you. But, yeah. Um, but, I mean, really, I mean, obviously any team would be a blessing. But, yeah. I Saints mean, would be, Saints cool, would be cool. cool. Maybe Drew Brees would still be there. I mean, he's still playing now. You never know. <laughs> you still could have Drew Brees yeah. in it. Yeah, I'd be. That would and be obviously, crazy, your dream yeah. would be to go and win the Super Bowl, right? And make lots of money. Oh, obviously. Get the get ring. Some cash, and get right. Some cash. What are you going to spend yeah. that money on, boy? Um, you know, I'm a big car oh, okay. guy. Anything in particular? So, um, uh, I like the McLarens. Uh, I like my Lamborghinis for sure. I'll, I've also recently been getting into trucks. Oh, okay. Uh, I know I used to not like them, but, um, they've been growing on me recently. I mean, all, I like, pretty much all the cars down South and trucks and just kind of got to join the lifestyle. Well, if you go down there and you win a Super Bowl in the NFL, you do realize you get a truck, right? If if you well, if you get if you get the MVP if you get the MVP of the Super Bowl you get you get a nice little truck to go with it as well so there you go that's a bit of motivation for you right <laughs> win the MVP exactly. the Super Bowl yeah um, go into the Saints you're kicking bombs uh, you will be going to the Saints fingers crossed you're kicking bombs currently uh, you're going to go to uh, South Carolina to play with the Gamecocks you're going to take on some big teams you're going to be there for a while but um, hope for the best. You get some good games in, and obviously yes, for sure. you get some talent. Yeah, uh, is there anything you want to say to the people listening? Anything you know, you've got any sort of motivation that you take? I like to ask people sort of what their motivation is. You know, with anything they've heard. Have you got anything yourself? I mean, you know, I kind of live by this quote that hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. So I think if you just, I mean, obviously you ask any professional, they'll tell you to work hard, but that really is the key and. I like to think when I'm not when I'm not doing something, someone else is doing something. You know, it's trying to take that future NFL spot. So I think you just gotta put the things that don't matter aside and just focus on what like you want to do. I like it. So Kyle, you've been the first guy on my podcast that isn't a quarterback, and you are a punter, uh, which is a <laughs> which is far away from the quarterback position. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, mate. Um, hopefully. No, thank you. Anytime, thank you. anytime. Lot, if you, yeah. you know, if you want to get back on again, you can get back on again, talk about some games. Obviously, when you've got a bit of experience behind you, it's going to be a completely different thing. You can talk about how you feel, you know, what you've, oh, yeah, what you've sure. got into. So, if, anytime during the season. Oh, I do have one final question for you, actually. Yes. Talking about the season, what has gone on with your team, the, the Gamecocks? What are, they, what are they doing, obviously, with the whole coronavirus? What's the, what's the vibe? Are you talking um, conference calls? Are you meeting up face-to-face, training with social distancing. How's it, how's it going there, by the way? So, yeah, we have, like, Zoom meetings, Zoom team meetings online. Um, and then we have our, like, voluntary workouts. Uh, it's just running and conditioning right now. Um, but obviously, like, the whole social distancing and stuff is in place. No one's, you know, breathing on each other close like that. Um, so we're definitely, you know, there's – there's team stuff going on, but it's, you know, it's regulated and we're, we're being... Does the season look all okay to go ahead as scheduled or is there anything put in place? Have they, have they told you anything or are you still in the dark? I mean, you know, there's obviously, we're still in the dark, but I mean, there hasn't, they haven't said there isn't a season. You know, they're talking about doing stadiums with 50% capacity or something. So, I mean, we really, we're training as if there's going to be a season, but we just have to Fingers crossed there is because obviously everyone wants sports back. And fingers crossed for you because you want to go into yeah, the first oh, year yeah. as soon as you can and start making a name for yourself, right? 
Exactly. Of so, you know it. mate, like I said, I appreciate you coming on, being the first non-quarterback on here and being a being the first punter on here as well. <laughs> um, if you want to come back anytime during the season and we can talk a bit more into actually what you've what you've done, it'd be be awesome to do that. Um, yeah, for sure. yeah, I appreciate you coming on, and I'll talk to you some other time, man. Thank I you appreciate for having you, me. Yeah, thank Sounds you. Good for sure. See you in a bit. And there we have it. What a great interview it was with Kai. I appreciate him coming on. Hey, if you want to follow Kai, go over to my Instagram at across the underscore pond and I will tag Kai in our post. Go follow him. It will really help him and me. Uh, go over there. Follow me as well. Um, but sorry if you heard any crashing and any connection issues um, that happens when you interview people. But it's still, it was a great interview. And appreciate Kyle coming on. But it's time to get into the NFL and what a fucking amazing week it has been. Okay, big week. And I'm excited to talk about it with you. Okay, so we've got Dak Prescott, obviously, his troubles. We've got Jamal Adams, his troubles. We've got Lions uh, changing owners. We've got uh, Dallas Go, Go Dirt getting his ass killed. Uh, and Ben Roethlisberger admitting he had addiction with porn and drinking. Um, Players are getting COVID-19. Brady and Gronkowski are out training and sports are back. Soccer's back. The MLB's just announced they're coming back. The NBA's announced they're coming back. We've got NASCAR back. We've got soccer back. And we've got Korean baseball back. Am I excited? Yes. Hey, and we also have lots of injuries. We're not going to talk about the injuries because they're boring. But we're going to talk about everything else that I just mentioned with Dak Prescott, Jamal Adams, the Lions, Dallas Godert, and Ben Roethlisberger's porn and drinking addiction so let's move straight on into the pod and let's get on to Dak Prescott and his issues with the Cowboys so big Dak Prescott has finally put pen to paper and signed his exclusive franchise tag how much is this tag 31.4 million dollars um I would accept that He's finally accepted that. He's obviously signed the one-year tender. Um, he signed this on Monday. He's one rich man. Um, obviously, Dak Prescott wants more. He wants more money. He wants uh, to be with the team for four years. The team want five years. This is where the team are coming on a bit of a, a uh, face-to-face, head-to-head, uh, going at it. Uh, the terms of contract... Um, Obviously, Dak wants it shorter. The Cowboys want it longer. Uh, Dak obviously wants it shorter for money. And the Cowboys want it shorter for, you guessed it, fucking money. That's what the NFL revolves around. Um, but yeah, it's been a back and forth deal. And finally, they've come to agreement. They beat the deadline. July 15th was the deadline. Um, it's a big hold up. And this could really affect the Cowboys going into the season. Uh, what a rich man. Uh, $31 million, you cannot go wrong with $31 million in your pocket. What could you buy with that? Probably a lot of things. Um, but to fear, to Jerry Jones, that's child's money. Jerry is a rich, rich man. And now, that Prescott, rich, rich man. Um, not as rich as Jerry, though, because that guy is rolling in money. He's got it coming out his ass. Uh, you know, it's everywhere. That guy loves money. So does um, that Prescott, obviously. Um, it's going to be difficult for Dak to go into the free agency. Uh, obviously, quarterbacks have had some struggles recently. Talking about Cam Newton, he's had some struggles. Uh, James Winston as well. But 
that could sign his contract. He will not be um, missing out on the season. He will be there. He will be playing. Hey, could this be a good season for the Cowboys? Could they win a lot? You tell me. The team, they didn't do too bad last year. Missed out on the playoffs. They have done good. That Prescott, in my mind, probably has deserved you know, that money. He's been paid practically nothing um, for the Cowboys. I mean, his, his rookie deal was paid nothing for, what, four years? Um, and he wants his money. He deserves his money uh, at the same time. But he kind of pissed everyone. He pissed me off. All this, all this stuff. I thought we was going to go into the season with the Dallas Cowboys having uh, Andy Dalton as a quarterback. And I would have loved that because that would have been great. Andy Dalton taking the reins of the uh, Cowboys. That would have been fun. But no, he had to go and accept the contract. I wish he'd um, mess him around and we could have more sports news. But Dak, uh, thank you. Dak, actually, you got me a lot of views and likes on Instagram when I post about you. So thank you. Uh, but I mean, you've got $31 million in your pocket. So that means nothing. Could they come to a long-term deal? Dakking the Cowboys? Maybe, maybe not. Um, obviously, this is going to sort of break a few connections. That didn't get what he didn't get what he wanted. The Cowboys were holding out. It kind of looks like um, the Cowboys are saying, "Hey, if you want to leave, you leave." But who's going to take you at this time? You know. So he signed that. He might go into free agency. He might be looking for another team next season. I'm sure someone would snap him up if the opportunity arose. There's going to be uh, teams begging for quarterbacks uh, all the time. It's how it always is. Uh, and if good quarterback like Dak Prescott comes out, then why not? He's not a He's not a ridiculously great quarterback, but he's definitely better than other quarterbacks out there. Um, the reason Dak might have signed the contract could be uh, of the new coach, Mike McCarthy. He's just come in. Um, might be able to prove himself with uh, Mike there. And also, Jamal Adams. What do you mean, Jamal Adams, you may ask? Well, Jamal could be a cowboy. Could be a cowboy. That could influence him. He might think, hey, we've got some... We've got even better defence. Hey, I don't even need to rely on my offence anymore. But Jamal Adams, that's all to be talked about in the next one. But that Prescott, for the time being, is a cowboy. Could be going somewhere else next season, but he's a cowboy for now. Um, they can't talk about, they can't talk any contracts, you know, until the season's over. So he's got 31 in his pocket, 31 million in his pocket. Um, he's a rich man. He's a happy man. And... At the end of this season, he's going to talk uh, with the Cowboys and hopefully they'll come to another deal or he'll go somewhere else. But let's get on to Jamal Adams because Jamal has been having a few troubles himself. But yeah, that's a different thing. Um, Dak, hope you uh, get what you want. I hope you get what you want. But you are a rich man right now, so I would not be complaining too much. I'm trying, says Jamal Adams when asked about if he was going to go to the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys again in the papers, like I said. Um, he could be going to the Cowboys. He wants to go to the Cowboys. Um, he demanded a trade from the Jets. The two-time pro bowler spoke uh, before. Uh, they had some issues. Um, and he wants out. He wants out of the Jets. He wants out of misery. He doesn't want to be in this shit anymore. He wants out of losing. He wants to win. He wants to be in a nice place. And I don't blame him. The Jets are awful. The Jets suck. The organisation sucks. The players suck. Why would you want to be with the Jets? Hey, and he wants money as well. Go places. Get money, Jamal. He wants out. 
He's a top three safety in my opinion. Could be the best safety in the league. This man has incredible stats. He also sacks a lot of quarterbacks for a safety. He's one of the top. So I think he is the top uh, rushing safety um, out there. He's also one of the top uh, safeties at coverages. Probably the best safety at coverages. And he's good at tackling. I mean... This guy deserves to be on a team where they can win. He can't do everything himself. He can do a lot himself because he's a freaking great player. But he needs to be on a place that he can win. The problem is the Jets might not want to trade Jamal Adams. Hey, and I'm just saying, if you didn't see the video already, Jamal Adams, like I said, when asked if he was going to be a Cowboy, said, I'm trying, um, and then drove off. So... He obviously wants out. He's like I said, he demanded the trade. He obviously wants out. But the Jets, they might not want to trade him. Um, why would you want to trade him? Why wouldn't you want to pay him? I don't know. Like I said, it's the Jets. The shittest organisation. Not the shittest, actually. is worse. But one of the shittest. Um, you know, he wants to be on that contender team. The Jets might want to trade him away. But he wants to be traded away. The Jets obviously want to keep him. They don't want to pay him great money. They want to keep him for barely anything. Um... Jamal Adams, man, he's great. He's great. He could change a defense, man. Like whatever team he goes to, even if the defense defense is awful, he could change them. Um, I think you will see a drop in the Jets' defense. I mean, it's it's pretty bad anyway. But I think as soon as he leaves, you would definitely see the difference a great safety can make. Um, the Jets are stupid for not paying him, and they'll be stupid for not letting him go. So Jamal Adams, a bit of trouble himself. Wants to leave. Jets might not want to trade him. People want to pick him up though. Definitely want to pick him up. Um, could change the defence. He could win himself a ring. Jamal Adams, get your ass out. Out of the Jets. Get paid. Go to a team that wants you. Go to a team that wants you. Because teams that want you, they'll pay you. They'll adore you. And the fans will adore you too. Um... I feel sorry for Jets fans having to see this. Their best player, say that's their best player, is leaving once out. Obviously, isn't happy. If he does stay the season, the Jets don't want to let him go. Then it's going to be awful, right? Like he he doesn't want to be with them. Why does he? He's a Jet. If he's demanded a release, just release the man. Don't keep him around because it's just number one, it's a dick move to do, and number two. He isn't going to play his best. You guys aren't going to enjoy it. There's going to be awkwardness in the locker rooms. Get him out of New York. Get out of the Jets. Go to a team that wants you. Go to a team, Jamal, that can use you and win with you. Hey, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Get out of that shit team. Get out. Hey, talking about shit teams, who are we going to talk about next? That's a shit team. The Detroit Lions. Yes, that's it. Another shit team. Detroit Lions. Not very good. Uh, haven't been good for a long, long time. When was the last time they were in the playoffs? I don't know. Hmm. I have to think about that one. I don't know the last time they were in the playoffs. Um, hey, the Lions owner Martha Ford has stepped down and will be succeeded by her daughter. The team announced this on Tuesday that uh, Martha was going to step down, who's going to be taken over by William. Oops, sorry, who 
took over after William Clay Ford Senior died in 2014. The previous owner, uh, William, bought the the team in uh, 1963, a long time ago. Oh, sorry for that. A long time ago, uh, he bought the team. Uh, his family still has possession of the team. His daughter is now taking over it. She's going to succeed her mom uh, as the club's principal owner and chairman. Um, awful organisation. If you ask people who are fans of the Lions, the thing that they don't like is the ownership. Um, could it change? Probably not. She's probably uh, not going to do much. Just probably mum's getting to that age where she doesn't want to do anything anymore. She's getting old and hey... Daughter, do you uh, want my million, probably billion dollar organisation? Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter. They're rich. Uh, handing it down to her. Maybe if she's good, she can make some decisions. But she said that she wants to be hands-on, which can be a problem when owners are hands-on. I think about Jerry Jones. He's very hands-on and... I think that's been the problem with their organisation. He's never really let the coaches do what they want. He's very interactive with the players, which can be good, but when you get too pushy, it can be bad. Um, but yeah, not much to say about that. The Lions are the Lions. Awful shit. Disgusting. You know, they had that massive losing season and they still practically lose almost every year now. Matt Patricia's obviously came in as the head coach the uh, last year, didn't do great, and is looking to step in this year and change the uh, way of the organisation. Can he do that, potentially, with the new ownership? Maybe she'll be uh, more helping, and maybe they can get the uh, Lions going. But I don't think anything will come from this. It's probably just uh, a story you know, that will be forgotten about because nothing will change. It's the Lions. They'll probably be in the same situation. Um, but yeah. The Lions suck um, and they probably will continue to suck for a long time, no matter who's in charge. Hey, quick question. Imagine being six foot five, 256 pounds and getting your ass rocked. Hey, if your name is Dallas Go Dirt, if that happened to you on Saturday night, the tight end for the uh, Eagles got his ass sucker punched. Um... Nasty. Nasty. If you watch the video, he was sucker punched hard. Uh, he was getting a little fight, a little altercation. Hello, social distancing. He was getting up in some guy's face. They were going off and then all of a sudden, bang, collision with his head, CTE, concussion protocol, blue tent. This man was knocked out. He had to go to hospital. The guy who punched him was arrested. The police were called. Hey, it was ugly. It was ugly. And um, hey, it's not been the first time that NFL players have, have been in fights, been in controversy. There was a time where um, some bouncers in the UK got in a fight with some NFL players. There were some issues there. Um, but when an NFL player is in a bar, it doesn't always go well. It doesn't always go well. A uh, bit of a weird mix that he's on the Eagles and is called Dallas. I've never really heard of him. He's only been in the league two years. Um, but yeah, was in a was in the Zoo Bar. Never heard of a bar called the Zoo Bar. Bit of a weird name to call your bar, if you ask me. Sounds like something you would find at a zoo. Like, you know, but once you get to the end of the zoo, maybe there's a little bar. Um, 
Jeez. He got his ass kicked with that punch. Um, it was a good punch, man. Signed that guy in somewhere. He was a sucker punch, but signed that guy up somewhere, man. His teammate, uh, Avante Maddox, said, uh, yeah, lucky I wasn't there. Would have been some problems. Dead ass. Okay. Okay, Avante. Okay. I mean, some strong words there. Um, strong words. Almost as strong as that punch that knocked him out. But he went to hospital. He's all okay. The man was arrested. Don't mean to be an arsehole. Uh, but it's a great video to watch. <laughs> it's just funny to see him get knocked out. Yeah. Uh, okay, it wasn't funny, but it was at the same time. It was. And you see the video, you'd be like, you'll understand. You'll understand. But yeah, that is going to guys that's knocked out. It's all over social media. And the man was arrested. But I think that's something that he'll probably brag about at his next family wedding, family barbecue, and to his friends. Hey, I knocked out an NFL tight end. Um, but yeah, interesting week. And the final story we're going to bring to you is even more addic addicting. Oops. Even more crazy. Big Ben has admitted he had a porn addiction and a drinking addiction. He admitted this on a video conference with Christian men, is what the news source said. Christian men. So I don't know what that um, video conference was about, who these Christian men are, but they are men who believe in Christ. And he had a conversation and told them that, hey, hey. I had an addiction with porn, yeah. Hey, and I also had an addiction with drinking, yeah. Hey, it's not the first time that he's been um, in and out of controversy. He's had a lot. He, but he said that he um, had fallen short as anybody. Uh, I've been addicted to pornography, which makes me not the best husband, not the best father, and not the best Christian I can be. Uh, that is correct, Ben. Um, you weren't a great uh, husband and not a great Christian for what you did. Uh, I'm only kidding. Uh, people make mistakes. Uh, he's 38. He's been married to his wife for over 10 years, nearly 10 years, sorry. Um, but yeah, Big Ben has a porn addiction. Uh, he's not short of controversy, like I said. Um, he was convicted of sexual assault, sexual misconduct, according to the um, NFL. Uh, he raped a woman, according to a 20-year-old college student, in 2010 um, when he was drunk. Uh, he got suspended. I don't know if there's any legal action to press. He got suspended. He also had a motorbike incident. Uh, and now he's got this as well. This is old news. Can't really blame him for it. He's had some troubles. And, yeah, that's how life works. Um so he had the injury last season that kept him out for the whole season. Hey, and they're going to get back to winning with him back. And it's nice that he's getting rid of his demons. Hopefully he can come back this year stronger, better and looking to play better football. Uh, the Steelers almost made the playoffs without him. So with him, they could go to the playoffs and they could go further. Maybe he's got a little bit of uh, like a redemption. I want to do better story in him. But... 
Ben Roethlisberger. You never know what's going to happen. It's the Steelers. You never know what's going to happen. It's the NFL. You never fucking know what is going to happen in this league. Hey, and every single week, you don't know what's going to happen from week to week. But what you will know is that I will be covering every single week. Come and find me on the same place you'll find me right now. You can find me also on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and any reliable podcast streaming service. Just type in across the pond. If you want to listen to the podcast, we're going to be getting on some more guests, talking more football, and having a great time. I love football. You love football. Hopefully, that's why you listen to this podcast. Um, Find me next week, where I'll also be talking about the NFL, and hopefully we have another guest on next week. Fingers crossed. Um, Find me next week. Find me on YouTube at... Um, you can find me on YouTube at the Across the Pond podcast and then you can find me on Instagram at Across the underscore pond. Go follow me, go subscribe to me, go enjoy content. I post some sports updates and I also post when I upload. So if you enjoyed this, tell a friend. Like I said at the start, tell a friend. Helps me so, so much. And I will see you next week. Hey, let's hope for another great week of sports. Bye-bye. See you soon.